What's up, everybody? Welcome into a solo edition of SSPN Post Game. If you guys watched the Primo uh, reaction to his waving earlier that I did today, you guys know Ethan was actually at the game tonight. So I'm excited to hear what his thoughts are whenever he gets back. Um, and let's just talk about it. What a win for the Spurs tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Spoiling DeMar DeRozan's 20,000 points a little bit. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of the young guys who grew up you know, like Keldon, Trey, so many of those guys who really came up in their rookie year, rookie year learning from DeMar, they were, they were happy to get this one for them. I'll just go ahead and start by reading the box score a little bit in this one. Um, Spurs came out on fire. They won the first quarter 36 to 29. A lot of that was due to Keldon Johnson. I believe he hit three threes in that first quarter, if not uh, the first two shots for the Spurs from him. Uh, were threes. I believe Jay Rich actually hit the second now that I think about it. Um, but overall, six for 12 from three. You love to see that from Keldon. Eight of 19 overall, 33 points, four assists, two steals, and three boards for KJ. Uh, Sohan was doing his thing. You know, we, we dropped the clip um, uh, earlier today, actually, and it was from the last post game that we did from the Minnesota game on Wednesday. And we just kind of talked about the impact that Sohan has. Um, and And this is really just like, for this season, this is a typical Sohan line. 13 points, 6 boards, 5 assists with a steal and a block to go with it. And he was 2 for 4 from 3. Did airball one of them, but came back and swished the next. So you love to see that because that was really the main concern for him coming in was his shooting. So we're seeing a little bit more of that. When you leave him open, he can knock it down. So can't wait to watch that develop. Jakob had a monster game. 21 points, 13 boards, four assists with a steal and a block as well. Trey Jones, you know, had a slow start to the game, wasn't really able to get going offensively, started off one for four for the majority of that game. I believe he was one for four midway through the the, the third quarter, might have been the second quarter, um, but came back on fire and made some tough plays and some tough shots late in the game. Um, hit a three, but before he was able to kind of catch fire offensively in the clutch, uh, going three for eight overall, one for two from three, and perfect from the free throw line with some clutch ones as well, he had eight assists like midway. When he wasn't playing well, he was finding other ways to contribute, playing solid defense and facilitating. So you love to see that from Trey. Jay Rich, um, you know, it didn't have the most efficient night, but still was able to contribute, you know, has to start in in the absence of of Primo uh, had 12 points, six assists, so found some ways to also contribute um, while not having the most efficient shooting night. But it still wasn't terrible. Four for ten, two for six from three, um, with five boards as well. And then Zach Collins played one of his best games of the year, if not his best game of the year this year. Um, 16 points, three assists, a block, and, and six rebounds. And he was, you know, we mentioned in that Wednesday game that he was really battling a little bit more on the interior. That was something that. Um, Ethan and I had, had talked about um, on, you know, just kind of throughout the preseason and, and leading in to this season was how Zach, you know, sometimes in the paint, he, he just wasn't as physical as we'd like him to be. It seems like he's getting better at, at that um, as the season progresses. And, you know, they had Becky Hammond on the broadcast tonight, and she was kind of talking about how, you know, you don't want to make too many excuses for him, but like he really hadn't played like he really hadn't had a healthy summer where he just got to play, go through reps. And, and that's kind of what he was talking about earlier in the year. I kind of clowned him on it in the preseason, but he, he's making me eat my words and proving me wrong. Two for three overall, seven for nine over or two for three from three overall and seven for nine overall shooting. So solid game from him. And then, of course, we've got to talk about the man who, you know, 
was preparing to play with the Austin Spurs before this game, got 15 minutes tonight, and that's Blake Wesley. Had 10 points overall, two for three from three, four of six overall, and had four assists to go along with it. Um, You just love to see that from Blake, uh, especially in the wake of the Primo news, which I'm going to get to here in a second. I see there's a a lot of, um, what was I going to say? I see there's a lot of comments. It looks like my face cam is gone, apparently. Um, but I don't know. That was what Abdi said. He says, Hey Jude, face cam disappeared on this end. So y'all let me know if y'all can still see me. Um, I'm going to get to some other comments, but let's get to the main primo, um, statement that he gave to Woj. So I'm going to head over to Twitter, uh, for the time being, because it wasn't what we were all thinking, but I also still feel like there's a little bit more to this story that we're not necessarily being told. That is not me saying that what primo said is a complete lie. I'm just saying, I just don't believe that it was just for this. And maybe it was, and I'm wrong, but but this was Josh Primo's statement to Adrian Wojnarowski um, in the aftermath of his release. I know that you all are surprised by today's announcement. I've been seeping, seeking help to deal with previous trauma I suffered and will now take this time to focus on my mental health treatment more fully. I hope to be able to discuss these issues in the future so I can help others who have suffered in a so, similar way. I appreciate privacy at this time. So, you know, I don't want to, of course, I don't want to crap on that because like, you know, in this crazy world, people go through crazy stuff, right? And and I'm sure that, you know, he does have some stuff that he's dealing with. But I feel like with the way that the Spurs are in the way that they draft players and they they don't just take into account them on the court, they take them into account off the court. And I just feel like they had to have had some intel on this. Like, why are... Why are the Spurs tweeting out graphics with him, you know, in it six hours, you know, before the game starts earlier in the day? But then again, it's like, you know, they're not going to tell, you know, the graphics people about this type of stuff. So, you know, you could potentially see it happen, but um, that explains it from his words. I still feel like there's a little bit more to the story, but I think at the end of the day, it's just one game. But what we saw from Blake Wesley tonight really kind of makes this all a mute point. You know, there's a lot more basketball to be played. So I don't want to just diminish Primo's potential. I still think, you know, that he was a really solid player and I was super excited for his future in San Antonio. Um, But at the same time, just kind of looking at the situation the Spurs have now, um, you've got to be really pumped after Blake Wesley's performance tonight. And Keldon. Like, Keldon is just out there sniping now. It doesn't even matter. I love how he's just letting it go. I love his aggressiveness. I believe this has got to be a career high for him tonight, or tying his career high. Um, This team is just playing awesome. Trey Jones, um, you know, he just does so much that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, and you saw that in the clutch. Didn't have the best game, you know, scoring-wise tonight, but found other ways to contribute. I'm a little bit repeating myself here, but just want to hone in on that because he was really key in the fourth quarter and pulling out the win, but... I'm going to go ahead and and get to the comments now. I see y'all are all in here typing, so let's get to them. So (laughs) Mark Ovid Godson says, I was wondering where I thought Ethan got waved to. No, Ethan did not get waved. He was just experiencing the craziness of tonight in that game. I'm I'm glad he got to to watch it. Our man Houston Oilers says, not my primo. I know that's what we all feel like after today. Um, Mark also says, nice competitive game by the Spurs. Absolutely. You know, it's early and, and we've got to wait, you know, until that mid-season point. Me and Ethan have talked about it. 
you know, to really see if the Spurs team can adjust when when st- teams start having game plans for them. You know, we kind of saw it in the Monday Wednesday game um, between you know the first game against Minnesota and the second when they adjusted. You know, so this was the first time playing the Bulls. I don't want to take away from it because once again, it's a great performance, and I think that this young Spurs team is better than I thought they were going to be, and a lot of you guys thought they were going to be. Um, but I still, I don't want to just be like, this team's really good. And then, you know, they get game plans for us, you know, come January, December and the offense and everything slows down a little bit. Um, I still think that obviously it, Keldon is going to be a 20 point score every night. Um, and, and then you think about it too. Devin didn't even play in this game. That that's another thing to think about. So definitely for sure, the Spurs team is better than I thought they were going to be. Uh, and then SSPN thought they were going to be, which we love. Um, but also don't want to go crazy and be like, it's a playoff team, you know? So uh, our man Boudet says Trey Jones was balling in the fourth, like I just mentioned. Absolutely. My man Film Room is in here. Shout out to him. If y'all want to go check out some old Lonnie Walker mixtapes on the Spurs, y'all go to his channel. Um, our man Mark says, not going to lie, Zach Collins helped the Spurs stay in the game when the Bulls were leading. Yep. Like I said earlier, you know, I felt like this was his best game of the season. Um Swatcho Bros back in here. Really proud of this team playing as well as they did today. Must not have been easy. Yes. I love the response they had in like the wake of all of this. Sean Elliott mentioned it. Um, but I think a lot of the Spurs success, trying to change in subjects here, goes to just the way that they're playing right now. It's the beautiful game. Like they're passing the ball. Everybody's just moving it, playing selfless, playing fast, playing free. Um, it really fits the personnel. And Pop is doing a great job. Uh and Brett Brown, too. You know, the whole coaching staff. Got to give them their roses. Blake Wesley stepped up and showed out. Absolutely. Um, our man Michael Munoz is here. Hello, new sub here. Go Spurs go. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate it. Welcome to the SSPN family. Come hang out all the time. Um, our face cam is fine. Appreciate y'all, y'all helping me out. Glad it's good. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For you, Abdi. All right, here's what our man Eric Pacina has to say. Pop is the best coach ever. Eh, most wins ever, I agree there. <laughs> just, just a little bit, you know maybe he's the greatest coach of all time. Just trolling there. Obviously, in our eyes, he is. Uh, just in the fact that they waved Primo to get healthy, um, people will hate and say it's Pop in the front office's failure, but I think Pop shows how Pop has always puts player first, in my opinion. Like I said, I still think there's a little bit more to it, um, but you know, the, the Spurs always put you know their players as people before who they are you know, on the court. And that's why it's a little interesting to me because I feel like they should have had some precedent for this and maybe they did know about it and they just kept it private, which is, you know, I, I respect the heck out of that. Um, but I, I still would pay attention to this story because I think there'll be some more details that come out about it. Our man 45 Asunder says hit the like button. Yes. If y'all like this content, y'all love the Spurs, go ahead and don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Just, you know, 
little, little transition there to put that up. Um, and also, if you want to stay up to date on any content for the Spurs and SSPN, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We're, we're live streaming on Twitter now at SSPN on YT, uh, at Jude McLaren and at Ethan underscore Contero to stay updated. All righty. Let's see also what's going on in the comments here. Abdi says, if his statement is true, do you think he'll end up back on the team? See, that's another interesting note, too. Um, before his statement came out, I saw a lot of people like, can we re-sign Wieskamp? <laughs> and I was like, that would be the funniest thing. Um, I, I feel like he's just going to move on. I had that thought in my head, too. I, I would welcome him back, absolutely, if he wanted to specifically come back to the Spurs. But I think Malachi and Blake are going to break out, and, and he'll find an opportunity elsewhere when, when he gets right. Um M-Easy says, I still think that Pop and the Spurs still owe fans more of an explanation. That's kind of what I was hinting at at the beginning of this. I feel like there's a little bit more. Hopefully the details will come out. I doubt we'll get it from the Spurs, though. Just just with how um, secretive they are in general. Okay. <laughs> Mark has a conspiracy theory. So, you know, in, in the live earlier today, I said we got to put on our tinfoil caps. So Mark is embracing that right now. Uh, Primo is a sacrificial lamb to get the first pick. The name Primo means first, so he might get the first pick this year. I don't know. We got to stop winning games before before we have that conversation, right? Um, what was I going to say? Our man Benjamin Klein says that mental health is so very important, and Pop would empathize with this. I, I agree with that, um, and it and it it, it is, and that's kind of what I was mentioning earlier with the Spurs. You know, being they, they care about who their players are off the court. But something about this is just so stinky. I just, I really feel like there's more to the story than than even what Primo released. Even if that's the main factor, I think there was something else going on. Um, but who knows? You know, I could be wrong there for sure. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Emizi says, "Did Langford get minutes tonight? No, he did not. Blake Wesley got all of the minutes at point guard and really showed out tonight. Um, I mean, it's one game." But in all honesty with you guys, from my perspective, Blake looked more comfortable out there. And and, and this is not, I, I feel bad even saying this just in, you know, with, with Primo's reasoning. But in just from a straight basketball perspective, in my opinion tonight, Blake looked more comfortable out there in his first NBA game off the bench playing point guard than Primo has in any of his minutes on the Spurs, not the Austin Spurs, like the San Antonio Spurs um, over the past two years if I'm being completely honest. And that sucks. I feel bad saying that, but that that's really what I saw. Um, let me see here what we else got. Dylan is putting the statement uh, in the comments right now. So we, we, we talked about that earlier, my guy Dylan. Um, so yeah, we'll, it's going to be interesting. I think we'll definitely still, still pay attention to that. <laughs> Our man Film Room says SSPN is popping tonight. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, just just talking about this game a little bit more, you know, this is a veteran team. Obviously, they're without Levine and without um, Lonzo. I think Lonzo is going to be out for the whole year. So really, if you take out Devin and you take out Levine, I would say it kind of evens out. Um, and they still have a lot more experienced talent um, than, than the Spurs do. DeMar, you know, did his DeMar thing, had 33 tonight, didn't really do too much else, but but got his buckets. Um, Jakob did a great job on Vucevic tonight, held him to one for five from three in four of 13 overall, just five boards and nine points from Nikola Vucevic. Um, Ayo uh, Dosunmu, 
I, I'm I just butchered his name. I'm sorry. Io Io's nice, so I, I feel bad butchering his last name. Uh, he had 12 points tonight, two for four from the three. Um, and Kobe White also had another good game for the Bulls with 19 tonight um, on seven of 14 shooting. Andre Drummond. What was a pest? He had 17 and 14. Zach had a tough job against him, but considering that our main criticism of Zach, me and Ethan's throughout this year, has once again been physicality. The fact that he was able to battle the way that he did against Andre Drummond, who's somebody who's super physical, you know, just kind of shows his progression there. It's just one game, but it feels like he's been getting better in that area specifically as the season has progressed. And as I referenced earlier, Becky talked about it. You know, it really is tough, you know, with his circumstances, with his injuries to it takes a while to to get playing comfortable. So hopefully, you know, that's the kind of the underlying truth with Zach Collins, because still only 24, 25 years old and we control his contract. And, you know, maybe he's a guy who can stick around for a couple more years and and be a piece on the Spurs team. Um, Let's see what our man Houston says. Uh, maybe he's pulling a Kawhi and trying to get on the Raptors to win a chip. Win them a chip. Oh my gosh, he's trying to go home to to Canada. Oh my lord. <sighs> I did see a rumor, and I don't think you know, especially with his statement. I, I don't necessarily say that know that this is substantiated at all. It's not what I'm saying, but I did see there was something about his agent and maybe not wanting him to play there. So maybe he used this in some circumstance, but I don't really want to like, I don't want to attack Primo's character like that. While I do think there is more to this story, um, I'm just going to kind of roll with his statement tonight um, and just say that's why he left. But it'll be interesting to follow that as time goes on. Mark makes a good point. Did we just lose all of our 2021 draft picks after a year? Yeah, yeah, we cut both of them. (laughs) Wieskamp and Primo, gone, just like that. Interesting. All right. Our man Dylan says, so poll of the room, who wants W's and who wants L's for the Spurs? You know, it's like you can't get mad at these guys for fighting the way that they are. But once again, I'll go back to the point that I mentioned earlier. I, As much as it pains me to say this, and I think that the Spurs team is playing really well, and there's some things that they do better, and there's some roster like just size stuff that we've talked about with the with the lineup being like an actual modern NBA lineup and not just having to play somebody who's six six like Kelvin who's been playing the three and the two this year, which is really his natural position at the four. Um, I think that's helped out a lot too. But I think a- as the season goes on and teams start to get game plans on the Spurs, that the L's will will come. But maybe not. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Okay, Boudet says, waving Primo just makes me wish we drafted Moses Moody or Sangoon instead last year. Yeah, well, at least we got Charles Basie. 6'11", <laughs> 2 two-way. He's going to be better than Sangoon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Demon Guard says, I'm happy with the win, but sad at the same time for Primo. Yeah, we definitely needed this win tonight. And and considering the circumstances, I'll touch on that a little bit more. The way that the guy ca- guys came out tonight... Um, the way that they were able to just be super aggressive from the get-go. You could tell they wanted to like almost, I don't know if they wanted to necessarily win it for him, but you could tell that this affected them and they wanted to come out and get this one tonight in the aftermath of this. And Sean Elliott mentioned that it's always super hard when you lose a teammate this way, um, especially one who's been around for almost two years. Um, You know, I I love the response. You know, a lot of young teams would fold under this pressure. And very early in the season, you know, at the end of the day, the Spurs might be be near the bottom of the league. At the end of the year, 
but still in these circumstances, this is a great sign from, from a young team. Our man Mark says, sources say Pop got confused on Josh Richardson and Josh Primo's names. <laughs> oh my God, that would be funny. So the interesting thing is, well, the one thing that does kind of line up with Primo's statement is that they didn't trade him. And it would make sense that no team would want to take him on if he you know, is going to try to take care of this mental health stuff and not play. Um. So that would make sense why he didn't trade him, but it'll be interesting to follow Primo's story moving forward. He's only 19. So the thing is, like, he could take like a year off or a year or two off and still kind of come back with some potential. He'd probably have to start off in the G League. Um, but it'll be it'll be interesting to follow that for sure. Demon Guard says Pop won't allow them to fold, right? You know, there's just no way Pop can try to lose. Even even if he takes them out and puts in the lineup, like that didn't happen this game, but in the Wednesday Minnesota game, it was like they still came back in and tried, even though they ended up falling in that one. <laughs> Boudet says, this is all Ben Simmons' fault. <laughs> I completely agree. It's always Ben Simmons' fault. Um, another thing I also want, want to talk about and, and Boudet's kind of messing around in the comments here. He says, hot take. Primo can't handle being the face of the Spurs. Um, but like five weeks ago, he said that he was excited for that. And he's on all the billboards. And that's what I'm saying. Like with how involved the Spurs are, and, and maybe they're just more involved than I'm, maybe I'm giving them too much credit in how involved they are with guys off the court. Um, I'm sure there's a certain extent where they have to stop. But it's like, if you're going to put him up, it's like the face of the franchise isn't this something you would know about? Like, I don't know. That's That might just be me with the tinfoil hat on, but but it's an interesting question, which is why I've repeatedly said here that, you know, w- want to keep following this story. It's going to be very interesting. Well, guys, you know, I kind of just rambled through that one, um, but it's just been a crazy day in Spurslandia. That is absolutely for sure. Um, but once again, Spurs get a big win over the Minnesota, not the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm so used to that after two games. They're going to play them next, too. Um, they get a big win over the Chicago Bulls tonight, 129 to 124. Um, Blake Wesley stepped up, looked really solid um, in Primo's absence and, well, now Primo's permanent absence. Um, another solid game from Jeremy Sohan. Keldon Johnson, 33 from him. Jakob looked great. The way that this team runs the floor and the pace that they play with, it really fits the personnel. And on top of that, you've got some really solid coaches in there also. So love to see it from this young Spurs team, and hopefully we can continue to see it. So anyways, I appreciate y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed the little double SSPN live here from yours truly. We'll get Ethan back soon. He, he's, he like I said, he was at the game. Um, so he'll come back with the full recap of this crazy day for him because he really got to experience it firsthand. So once again, I appreciate y'all. If you enjoyed today's content or you're just a Spurs fan, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe below. And then of course, if you want to stay updated with the show or even watch it on Twitter, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at SSPN on YT at Jude McLaren, and at Ethan underscore Quintero. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are awesome. We love being Spurs fans. And even though it's a, it's tough to, to have Primo waived and you're, you know, you, you spent the 12th pick on him and now you lose him for nothing. Um, you know, th- there are some other guys that are, are ready to take up, you know, that playing time in those spots moving forward. And, and this young team is playing a lot better than I think a lot of us thought. 
Um, and you just love to see it. You love to see it. Big Spurs win. I'll catch you guys in the next one whenever there's breaking news, all that stuff, because who knows now? I mean, today <laughs> completely threw me off guard, and it, it really shows you how crazy the NBA can be. So we'll catch you all in the next one. And um, I don't know when it'll be, but it'll be soon. Stay tuned, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll catch you all later. Go Spurs, go.